0: You ever find yourself in a situation where you're normally charming and endearing horse that you love so much for all these wonderful qualities that he has. He just seems to change and he turns into a little bit of a crazy person. And for whatever reason, you find that what started out as maybe an enjoyable and a pleasurable ride or even an experience on the ground is suddenly and very quickly uh, turning a little bit dangerous well this week we are talking about how you can first of all try and prevent this from happening and secondly how you can then work on diffusing that situation before it gets to the point where you or your horse are in danger hi there my name is Lorna and i'd like to welcome you to daily strides here from strides for success where we Create five audio horse riding lessons every week that you can listen to as you ride your horse or clean your stable or groom your horse or whatever you want to do and each week we create all these around a central theme or a central topic and you can listen to them as I say they're 12 minutes long they can be listened to all together or you can listen to them day by day and have five lessons there for the five times that you're riding throughout the week it's entirely up to yourself Um, I would love, this week is a a big week, we're having a webinar um, here at Strides for Success and I would love for you to join us, you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash webinar to reserve your seat, Uh, it's happening Wednesday and Thursday, of course this week being the 16th of November 2015, so you can pop on over there and we'd love to have you. But guys, back to today and back to your horse and his, well, his personality change that might happen. Now... You know, we all, well, most of us, we're doing horse riding because we enjoy that. And often it's it's something that we do for pleasure. It's a way that we can unwind from our busy lives. And just a way that we can, I suppose, really, really get back to nature and connect with something. But every now and then that connection tends to go for a bit of a ball. And depending on your personality and also your experience level, which is really important. I'm going to be talking about it more now. now How you deal with it can vary greatly, and how you deal with the situation often then impacts the outcome of it. Now, some riders become really, really angry or aggressive with their horse. So, let's say your horse maybe decides to start booking or your horse begins to bolt, or maybe your horse begins to rear, um, whatever the case is. And as I say, this is not just when being ridden, this can also happen on the ground uh, when you're grooming or if you're leading your horse or maybe just working in the field or maybe working on the lunge, whatever the case is. But generally, aggression does not make for a good outcome. it's it rarely 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 leads to any sort of a win-win situation it should be avoided now a lot of other riders will become anxious or nervous and again this well it doesn't help Um, and then you have kind of a third set of riders that well they just ignore the behavior and they seem to carry on and now we're beginning to get to where you can start making an impact on your horse of course For the most part, the riders that are ignoring the behavior and carrying on are not really doing that. In fact, they're doing a lot of micromanagement on a very subtle level with their horse. But if we're looking at them, it really does look like they're not doing anything at all. And that is essentially the way you want to try and react to this sort of a situation. So knowing how to react and knowing what to do in this situation is really, really important to not only you and your confidence of being around your horse and i suppose just your enjoyment and your pleasure of being around your horse but also to your horse's training and well-being so your horse might react in these dangerous ways for a lot of different reasons so the most obvious would be that he is frightened and he's afraid of something so he's running away or he's in pain so for some reason something has caused him pain and um, i've often experienced luckily i haven't experienced it myself but i've seen people where um maybe the horse has gotten stung by a bee or the girth has suddenly begun to pinch them but for whatever reason this horse also uh, this beautiful Angelic horse all of a sudden just explodes and uh, the poor rider is left trying to combat all this So yeah pain is a big one, but there's also other reasons some horses are just naturally excitable other horses are aggressive And some horses have maybe a slightly more honed in instinctive reaction to things than others. And by the simple fact that they maybe are being taken away from other horses or they're on their own, that can kick into gear. And then also you get sometimes the horses will follow their rider's lead and that's never good <laughs> okay um but you do get that a lot and um, also your horse's history how he was trained can play a part. the breeding the food he's receiving and of course any underlying health conditions or diseases so as a rider it's really important if this has happened more than once to you that you've come across this sort of a situation it definitely is worth spending time trying to figure out why your horse is doing this and why he is reacting this way so you need to start looking at the patterns um, and the, that are kind of working in around those circumstances and then not only looking at the patterns leading up to it but also how he then is reacting to it okay and how if there's any sort of a change in those circumstances does it change the reaction so That's really important as well, and paying close attention to it. This is where having like a journal that you would write down after each ride, little things, because often we miss those little, very small little details, and it's only by the fact that we've written them down, and then when we're reviewing back over, we see, oh, okay, well, actually this is what happened there, and this was the cause of that. So, yeah, that's important as well. So once you've figured out why your horse is reacting this way, whether it be fear or pain or whatever the case is, you need to then start working out a strategy of how you're going to deal with that horse. Now, you would work with a nervous or a, a timid or a frightened horse very differently than you'd work with an aggressive horse. And the same is true for maybe an excitable or a high-spirited horse. To Sometimes a horse is just overly sensitive or very easily stimulated. There's a lot of different factors that have to come into play. And you yourself can only figure this out, again, by taking time okay and we're going to talk about that the time and the consistency they are essential ingredients in learning how to diffuse that difficult or dangerous situation correctly and safely and you want to work on this over time so it's all the all the while and kind of day by day you're lessening the chances of this happening in your riding now there are ways to fast track this process so for example hiring a trainer and whether it be somebody who comes and works with you and your horse or sending your horse to a trainer's yard um but i often find that you can send the horse away but a lot of the, time the The challenge is also with the rider as well so i think it's important that the trainer can see and even if the the horse goes to the trainer's barn that you're there as well to spend some time uh, working with the horse with the trainer to try and overcome these problems now confidence and being self-assured are basically the remedies for this sort of a situation and i'm not not saying the remedies for your horse but the remedies for you being able to deal with it. But the big problem comes down to the fact that the only real way you can build your confidence and I suppose just your belief in yourself as a rider and belief in your horsemanship skills is by spending a lot of time around your horse. And the sad fact remains that most pleasure riders don't have a lot of time. And while they try and they mask this uncertainty and fear When they're with the horse, and it's it's very, very difficult to do that on the most part. Never mind when you're in a dangerous situation with a six hundred kilogram horse. So that is where working with the professional is really, really going to help you. But whatever way you go down it, and if you don't have a trainer, there are ways that you can overcome this as well. So I would suggest taking a really, really methodical approach to this and training yourself to be ready and able to react and kind of closer to The way you would like to react in the situation is key to this so first and foremost would be identifying a comfort zone now i mean a comfort zone for both you and your horse where you're both feeling safe you're both feeling comfortable and you're both feeling in control of the situation okay this is really important for you so you need to have this area so whether it be if your challenge comes down to perhaps rearing um, when your horse has been ridden, perhaps your comfort zone could be lunging your horse or if your challenge comes down to maybe touching your horse's back, legs are picking up the back feet, uh, picking out the back hooves, it could come down with just um, grooming your horse's front end initially in the stable, whatever the case is, there's always some level um, where you're going to feel comfortable and you need to identify that and know that it's there and there's nothing wrong with being there, but once you have identified it, you then need to begin to leave the comfort zone a little bit for short periods each time. So when it may be that, for example, if you're going to lunge, that after you're finished lunding, you could pop on your horse's back with somebody leading you and just take him for one or two walks around the lunge ring. So just very, very basic. It would be very easy to do that, to have somebody there to help you and to just feel confident and also your horse is probably a little bit tired at that point so it might help you along okay and then you always need to know that you can go back to your comfort zone and notice how as you kind of realize this so you're making yourself feel a little bit uncomfortable and your horse you're pushing the two of you outside of that comfort zone a little bit and once you're out there you're like oh you know things aren't feeling so hot here but then you know that you're able to come back in and then notice how those little kind of steps into the more challenging areas of what you're doing, they suddenly become not so challenging anymore. But what's important is once you realize that, first of all, give yourself a pat on the back, give your horse one, but then you need to begin pushing that boundary a little bit more. So you need to begin saying to yourself, okay, so I've reached this, we've got there, I'm now going to push this a little bit wider out and start doing more and more of what you want to do. And as it begins to expand I suppose your comfort zone and um, you can then begin to work more towards what you want to do all the time now once again I have to repeat that you do need time and it, it will take consistency to get this right it's really really important okay to you're not going to suddenly in one day overcome this now there's also ways that you can begin to mitigate a little bit your reaction how you're going to react and how maybe you might lose your balance and fall off and you could maybe start developing your riding fitness or uh, your agility in the saddle you can work some basic exercises into your schooling routine another way if you are able to would be riding in some fields or on trails or on tracks where the ground is not 100% level this is great because as the horse is moving underneath you across that ground he's all the time having to rebalance himself which means you're having to rebalance yourself and in the case where your horse maybe is prone to spooking or jumping out or even booking or rearing being able to notice those quick things and not have to think about it just being able to rebalance is a really really great skill to have so doing that if and you know if you're nervous about going maybe out into a big field or a big paddock or even trails find a small one first and begin working through that and building your confidence up now it does have to be said that sometimes the challenge is too great and maybe this horse is not the right horse for you and you need to sell the horse i just want to (laughs) say that i think it's really really important to do this from a place of integrity and honesty and to make sure that the person who The next person who takes on this horse is, well, they have the tools. They're able to maybe help the horse on. And I think it's just really, really important to to put that in there and to say that, you know, for whatever reason you ended up with this horse and for whatever reason he's not suited for you. But I think trying to find him a person who he is suited for, or even uh, maybe a field that he can just live out the rest of his days in as a companion horse or whatever the case is i know it just depends on the situation i think that's really really important as well guys this week on daily strides we are going to be going through a few of these different exercises tomorrow we're going to be chatting on finding a safe zone first of all and then working in a more excitable horse so we're going to deal with that maybe nervous energy and i want i'm saying excitable but i also think sensitive we're going to be working on that tomorrow on Wednesday we're going to be chatting about riding through a spook um, or a rear so but it's basically your horse moving in a different way than the way you were expecting underneath you and Thursday we're going to be chatting about your horse's bolting and what to do Friday we're going to be talking about handling your horse on the ground if perhaps you'd come across these type of things and what you can do on the ground if you would like to get your hands on all this week's lessons and not only all this week's lessons all the lessons um, you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join and once you become a member and in the new membership site you have everything lock, stock and barrel so even though this week is not so much a riding lesson week there are lots and lots of other riding lessons in there for you that you can enjoy in the saddle this week guys have an absolutely super week and I'll chat to you all tomorrow be good bye